Good morning for the CJRU Morning Mixtape. I am Donovan LaCroxy, and debuting with me in the studio for the first time, I've got student athlete and entrepreneur, Jamani Barrett. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm very excited. You know, I'm excited to be here and uh yeah i know you told me off interview you wish somebody would reach out to you to do an interview with you yeah uh earlier i think it was around february or march i had posted on my instagram like yo who has a who has a podcast who has a platform and i'm trying to you know i'm trying to come spit i'm trying to you know just talk you know and tell and inspire with my story Mm -hmm. Well, we're going to get to know your story. Did you want to tell your story of how you decided to be an entrepreneur, but you're a student athlete? Which one do you want to start with? Yeah, the student um, the student drifts in and out of there. You know what I'm saying? Love and hate relationship with that for sure. But um, honestly, the student athlete, without that, I would never have found my path as an entrepreneur because basically what happened was when I got hurt, uh, I was playing at Lakehead University. Actually, rewind. So, for for those of you who don't know, I played basketball first in high school. At uh, so I started basketball in grade nine. I went to St. Margaret de Ville in Brampton. And um, funny enough, my coach there when I was in grade 11 is coaching me now at Humber College. But I had started there. And then from there, I transferred to go prep, play at Father Henry Carr in uh, Rexdale with Coach Melnick and the Father Henry Carr Crusaders. And then from there, I got hurt there. So didn't really get to play the whole season. Um, AAU came around. I didn't really have any offers. So I was playing on the circuit with Minnesota Monarchs. And uh, when I was playing on the circuit, I can't remember where we were. I think Boston or one of those, one of those um, open circuit AU tournaments. And I had, it was a close game, and I had got the ball on the wing out of a timeout, and I like took it based on I believe it was, and just dunked it. And then from that game, I had this one recruiter, and he basically, you know, kept in touch with me, and he he got me a couple offers. Like he had um, the junior college uh, Tallahassee looking at me. I, I want to visit to there. I also had uh, Midland College, and um, basically I, I picked Midland College. Uh, it was a crazy season. <laughs> played majority of the season with six guys because you know it, it was different over there if you weren't keeping up your end of the bargain you know what i'm saying it's, it's very easily that you can get sent home so we had played that season with six guys and then from there he had released everybody so um uh, but that happened i had opened up my recruitment i went uh, i went on a couple of visits to schools like university of new brunswick uh i went to smu fun cool trips and i also went to lakehead university for a visit and um that's the school i ended up choosing um i went there with my brother um, Chume Nwigwe, who I played Mississauga Monarchs with, went Juco with him, went to university with him, and then uh, we even were running the business together for a while, you know what I'm saying? He's who I started it with, you know what I'm saying? Even from Juco, we were in our dorms just, uh, you know what I'm saying, just making vlogs, recruiting workouts, just, you know what I'm saying, like, just really doing it for the fun, and that's where I say, like, the passion is really why I'm like able to stay relevant and stay working hard to this one goal is because I'm more so passionate rather than looking at it for uh, the financial or even, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. But from then, um, I had accepted the offer to go to Lakehead University. Um, my first year, we were top five in the country uh first semester, you know what I'm saying? Really good season playing guys like Locke Lamb, uh, Isaiah Trailer. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And those are guys who are even playing pro right now. So even to touch on that, at Juco, I was playing with Elijah Lufau, um, brother to me, you know what I'm saying? And he even himself, had he had a G League contract. Now he played BCLA with uh, the Brampton Honey Badgers, and now he's playing with, uh, I believe, London Lightning. So it's even like on my journey, I've been with players who've made it pro. And it's like it's crazy to me because you you can never really know what your path is. 
you know what I'm saying? You can never really predetermine it because I never really thought I would be this person. Like, like any day, you know what I'm saying? We're kids in school and we think, like, I'm going to the NBA. Every kid has a dream of going to the NBA, but it's just, that's not the reality. So, um, uh, top five in the country first semester. We come back from winter break. It's like after practice, I'm playing ones with my guy, Jared Kreiner, lights out shooter from Thunder Bay. And I don't even know what's happening. We were doing a lot of running that week. I was kind of fatigued. Um, I kind of just stepped wrong and hit the deck. And I kind of just chalked it off as a, a, a regular knee slip up. You know what I'm saying? From that, that injury in uh, high school at Father Henry Carr, I would have, I would have um, like these little like slip ups, as I would call them, where my knee would kind of slip out of place and I'd be out for like three to six weeks at a time and I would come back from it. But I never really got the opportunity to really, really work out and really take a chance to attack it and make it stronger rather than just kind of coming back to play and then when that happened funny enough when i got the mri it said broken uh torn acl bone damage meniscus as well so i basically had to get surgery and during that time before leading up to that um i got a camera I borrowed a camera from one of my friends and I was basically recording, I was recording the basketball games rather than sitting on the bench because I felt as if I was more valuable, you know, doing that rather than anything. And my sister is actually a model, Nene Emerlis, you know what I'm saying? She has her own modeling and management and she's doing her thing right now. So, and she actually just had a, ma a baby. Shout out my sister, I love you. So growing up, she would she would stick the camera on me and be like, take this photo. No, take it that way. No, take it this way. So I kind of have, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm used to that one. And even just to touch on that, like in basketball, I was never really the best player. You know what I'm saying? I just, the one thing I could say is I was coachable. One and two is I kind of knew my role. Like, for example, my role growing up, sitting the dunker, when you get that ball dunked down, you dunk it. You play defense, you block shots, you go hard, you talk, and you know what I'm saying? That's how you get recognized, and that's how you get scouted. Like, for example, when I got recruited, I was just literally dunker, dunk it every time. Wall up on defense, play hard, and that's how I kind of developed my game. And I feel like players nowadays don't understand that you can't be great at that role because you haven't mastered the role prior to that to be able to get on that level. So, you know what I'm saying? Um and then from there, um, where was I? <laughs> okay, so we were talking about the players, right? You were talking about the players, but you also, what do you call I wanted to ask you, how was your knee today? <laughs> Funny enough, uh, season ended probably about three weeks ago. So um, I had taken some time off to really just kind of focus on work, focus on school, kind of reset and kind of get my mind right for this new routine, which is about to be the summer grind. So I have been just kind of like out of the gym more so focused on work, you know what I'm saying? So today was actually my first day back in the gym. Um, Congratulations. Appreciate it, appreciate it. <laughs> um, I started my day off with a mile, and then um, after that I hit the weight room. Uh, we got a new program for the summer, so that was my first time getting on that. And then I had a couple business calls, took them into ice bath. Then I had a shift um, at school, just working the tables and like varsity recreation, just making sure people sign up. Um, they're having a good time. If there's injuries, we log those and things like that. And, uh, kind of just getting prepared for the day. And then, um, after that, I, I left to go coach, like I mentioned earlier, when we were talking off, off podcast, back to school and then over here. Now, um, so for, you know, taking pictures and everything, photography, right? Mm -hmm. What is it like being actually behind the camera and taking, because you love it, right? Mm -hmm. 
what have you learned? Um, I would say the most important thing that I've learned overall is kind of, I kind of like to focus on storytelling. So like whatever I do, no matter if it's 15 seconds, 20 seconds, a minute, five minutes, I want to have some sort of progression where it's up down and you kind of you're left with some sort of story you know what i'm saying so for example with my basketball video i like to utilize a lot of b-roll of you know what i'm saying players in 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 timeouts tight locked off headshots um coaches talking you know what i'm saying i like to do mic ups um just give you that kind of behind the scenes you know different style of content that you know what i'm saying it's kind of high quality right did you want to talk about your project with the raptors because that was big for okay, you okay. yeah um so just last month i had gotten the opportunity to film my second project with sportsnet which was documenting black coaches in the community basically highlighting coaches from the aau middle school level like u11 and then on to the high school level so for for the aau level who we had um focused on was uh josh landy from mississauga monarchs and then for the high school level we had focused on marlo from uh, crestwood and then from university we had focused on tayham from university of toronto and then for the pro level we focused on jamal mcglore so when we had got to shoot that um jamal mcglore piece it was actually funny enough it was actually the day before the deadline <laughs> so um we get to the ovo center and it's like yeah i know i'm going to the ovo center whatever whatever it's like you don't really realize where you are until you're there you know what i'm saying because i've been i've been to a lot of places where i've seen you know what i'm saying high status people you know what i'm saying and when i was in la like on any given day you could you could run into you know what i'm saying we were doing when i was with in la with my brother uh mackie tps um we were doing like 1v1s with tusi um wow uh, 1v1s with YK Osiris, you know what I'm saying? We're going to the Crew League, there's Chris Brown, G Herbo, you know what I'm saying? All of these known rappers, and it's like, whoa, this is LA, you know what I'm saying? So when when we get to OVO Center, we go to the break room or whatever, and <laughs> funny enough, so I'd worked on the project with Hoop Dream CA, Adrian Fenty, and um, On Point Basketball, Drew Ebanks. Uh, they're basically like my, kind of my producers slash handlers. They really, you know what I'm saying? They look out for me, not only during for shoots, but outside of shoots you know what I'm saying make sure I'm taken care of and uh whenever we're on productions you know they do whatever it is to get the job done if whether that is um pointing out shots that I could capture whether that is handling gear for me whether that is making sure I'm fed <laughs> you know what I'm saying so those are my guys shout out them for bringing me on the project as usual um so when we're there now we finally so you don't just get access to the Raptors practice of course <laughs> I didn't really know that and I'm not really you know even thinking like that but then they're like okay now it's time for media time or something like that they call it like yeah yeah the, media time but you got to meet them but yeah, yeah but it wasn't like you said the you're, you you're not allowed to have access but you did yeah get yeah, to meet them yeah 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 so that time comes around so now it's all right we're walking down the hallway it's time to go to the gym of course boom door opens i see fred van vliet he hails up the the trainer or whatever i'm like is that just fred van vliet <laughs> you know what i'm saying and then that's the moment where it really hit i'm like whoa this is the OVO center you know what i'm saying this is the raptors you know what i'm saying so i go in now and boom they're like 
oh, fortunately, media personnel is only along this baseline. And that point, I'm shooting on like a like a 24 to 70. So I don't got no 70 to 200 to really get those tight locked off shots. So I'm like, ooh, you know what I'm saying? But they were nice enough to let us, you know, get over onto the other court, even when we were getting some shots of Jamal. But when I had first got in, I see Gary Gary Trent Jr. putting up some shots. I'm like, okay. Wow. And then, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then um, I see him putting up some shots, and then I start recording. And he's like, he, he had air balled. And he's like, damn, you got the camera air catching air balls. I'm like, damn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's just like, these are all cool dudes. You know what I'm saying? Like, they love, I'm sure they love their jobs. And it's just like, they appreciate the media as much as we appreciate them. It's just a very surreal moment, you know what I'm saying? You also have guys like Pascal, OG Ananobi doing interviews and, you know, just going around the court. You have, um, what's their center's name? Oh, oh gosh, I'm blanking out. What's the center's name again? Well, Port, not Port, all Yakub. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay, Porto I'm right. Doing a, I'm Porto right. got a little interview too. <laughs> but um, yeah, after that, we got head back to um, my producer's place and literally just project due next day. I got wow. four deliverables, social, mm-hmm. uh, broadcast, something, something, and then basically due tomorrow. So here comes the all nighter, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you passed it, right? You did. You passed it with flying colors? Well, yeah. Um, I wouldn't say flying colors. There was a few hiccups that I was a little bit upset with. But overall, when we had gave it to them, the majority of the revisions was just subtitles in terms of some stuff that had to be capitalized and such. So I was happy about that. And honestly, they usually like the work that we do for the majority of the part and we're looking to do more work with them i mean yeah <laughs> what shots do you wish you would have captured that you wish that you know what i wish i could have got that um well there was two hiccups one there was one audio little mishap that i was kind of sad about but other than that i had hired two shooters to um, capture, you know, the days that I couldn't make, obviously because it's a very short, tight deadline and there's production days and da da. But um, if I had gotten to shoot the whole project, I probably, I probably would have. Mm, I like to say that I'm happy with it, actually. Okay. All right. There's yeah. nothing you could have done better, or nothing you wish you could have captured in the moment. Mm, nah. Okay. Yeah. All right. But we we go and we grow, right? Yeah. No. Hundred percent. That was a that was a big that was a big learning piece for me for mm-hmm. uh, not only understanding packaged deliverables and how you offer value in a certain way that makes sense to a brand, rather than just just saying, okay, here's this video. Pay me two hundred dollars, and it's just like, what is this video for? Right. Where's the value? Or what? What am I getting back from this? Where's the ter- the return? You know what I'm saying? And those are the conversations that you begin to have when you're talking about ten thousand dollar deals, fifty thousand dollar deals, hundred dollars, hundred thousand dollar deals. So, um, that's just yeah, it taught me a lot, honestly. But we got more projects you're working on, and you got a lot of stuff you're working yeah. on, right? Do yeah. you want to talk about some of the stuff you got in two thousand and twenty three, being this year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Business is officially open, like, I want to say end of April, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to be finished my second semester of school, taking all that knowledge and all that value and kind of really trying to jumpstart my agency again in terms of Hoop Boys Entertainment. It's a social media platform for kind of like basketball highlights and also like commercials and things of that in the sport niche. But um, plans of jumpstarting that, I'm even thinking like right now, like the amount of shoots that I'm doing, I'm getting to that point where I can't even handle the amount of editing, you know what I'm saying, that I'm producing. So I'm even looking right now to even hire a part-time production assistant and like 
part-time editor to help you know also mentor them and be able to help get them to the next level while also being able to provide you know what i'm saying some sort of monetary aspect uh, also they're learning the tricks of the trade meeting the people in my network and things like that even just talking about that mentorship side I'm, i really want to work on uh, my education course um kind of teaching people how to be a sports videographer slash commercial videographer and photographer uh, photographer and kind of just how you can make a sustainable you know what i'm saying business um there's that um i recently since i'd say about december i've been working with this brand called aspire for higher sports academy and uh they offer developmental programs for kids aging from you know what i'm saying middle school and like four and five all the way kids and kids up to high school and um, i've been working with them on some projects showcasing their you know what i'm saying programs and things like that and they even have this nice subsidiary which is called uh black healthcare's professional network and um it's basically you know what i'm saying a network for black healthcare professionals to network there's mentorship and people are able to elevate and kind of build a community they're honestly one of my biggest projects you know what i'm saying i work hand in hand with cassandra brady uh from their team we basically look at okay what does the brand need to showcase whether it be our d-league whether it be their um, wellness basketball program there's they have tons of uh, programs to showcase but the thing i like to say is when a when a company is established and they have lots of things and value to offer it makes it a lot more easy to market and get a good result so for example last summer i was able to i, I got the opportunity thankfully and shout out to yukisa for doing the media marketing campaign with ashley dawkins uh for the first paid woman's summer league in toronto and um wow yeah you know what i'm saying like who gets to say that fresh off or dropping out or whatever it may be that you get to work on these kind of projects and you get this kind of luck and da 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 but honestly to a certain degree i feel like luck quote unquote does play into it but the type of luck is like every day there's opportunities where you know what i'm saying you may say yes you may say no but there's certain opportunities where you may not be ready and there's certain opportunities that you are ready but the reason why i can say that i was able to capitalize on these opportunities when they came is because every project that i worked on whether it was paid or not paid i honestly i won't lie for 80 percent of those work i put my best effort into it and every video i strive to honestly just get better at the craft and so that when those days come for example when you get that sports net call are you able to say yeah i'm ready you know what i'm saying earlier this year i had the opportunity to edit a tv show um congratulations yeah i appreciate it which tv show um so basically it was a tv show showcasing um basically like ballers life athletes from the past present and future and kind of it was supposed to be like a 10 episode thing and in like three months i was supposed to make like 10 to 15k but honestly like long and behold i ended up declining that offer and i can say that i don't regret it because for one it wasn't the right fit for me and another thing that i could say is once i've began to realize that something may not be the right fit for me and that's okay i've been able to um, experience a lot more success and not feel you know what i'm saying like before my first year or two i, I kind of had this kind of sense of fomo you know what i'm saying fear of missing out you know what i'm saying fear of missing out fomo <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah fear of missing out i'm gonna use that one <laughs> fear of missing out so like when i would hear about all these opportunities um people say yo i got this person coming here i got this person here da, da, da. i would feel so inclined to do it 
you know what I'm saying, without being able to assert my value or communicate that I actually need to be paid for this just because I feared that I was going to miss out on something. Wow. But when I really took it in and broke it down and started saying no, I started to realize that I'm not really missing out on anything. You know what I'm saying? And the reason why I'm able to say that confidently is because I have a very kind of like thought out vision for myself and what I want to do so it's like now I'm able to have the ability to say mm, actually matter of fact in the grand scheme of things that doesn't even help me get to my greater agenda you know what I'm saying whatever that may be you know but kind of even that you know what I'm saying and even to go along with that so for example now I'm saying no you know what I'm saying I have yeah. all this work coming and I'm saying no how am I you know making money well the thing is the people who say yes now are at a high caliber like for example I don't really want to leave my house for less than $300 for a half issue. That's right. it. That Just filming. <laughs> yeah. So now when people say no, I automatically revert to the project management. Yeah. So the next level of my game is, or my progression, I think, is being able to offer opportunities to other people. So for example, what may not, you know what I'm saying, make sense for me to do, may make sense for somebody else to do, and kind of bridging that gap so that people can find opportunities. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> and then... Um, Anything else that you're for the future that you wanna? Mm, I'm kind of a a day by day guy, but overall grand scheme guy because I find when I kind of when I start thinking about too much, I can kind of lose focus of the greater picture. Right. So even people ask me, um, how do I manage school, basketball, and and trying to run a business? That's what I was going to ask. How do you manage all those things? And what's your encouragement to people that do want to be video content creators? What do you want to tell them where they're looking to get into something similar like this? Honestly, I would say for anybody who's trying to get into videography or media marketing or photography or content creation, honestly, is that it's work. It's not what you see on social media where somebody is signing off on a $50,000 deal or people are doing marketing deals for 25000 Like, it takes work. Behind the scenes, it's those sleepless nights, the dedication, and honestly, the passion that is what makes majority of these people successful. You know what I'm saying? For me, even myself, I credit a lot of it to the passion because paid or not paid, um, whether I'm down or up, I'm always creating content, and I kind of use it as a means to communicate and tell my story, and also, I feel like I'm kind of a relatable character, you know what I'm saying? I play basketball, I go to school, and uh, you know what I'm saying? I make content, and uh, I feel like there's a lot of athletes out there who don't really understand the power of content and don't really understand the social media, so I'm trying to build that build that bridge between um, athletes and like social media marketing because... Everyone has a brand. Everyone has a story to tell. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, how do you tell that story in a way that's relatable to people where they feel like they know you through a screen? You know what I'm saying? And how do you do that when now you're building super fans and anything you do and the offer that you value to them, they always come back. You know what I'm saying? And now when you build a fan base like that on social media where you have, for example, how do you have uh, 10K subscribers and you sell a product for like 49, 90, not, not even 27 bucks. You sell a product for 27 bucks to uh, you have 10K, sell it to 100 or 500. 500. Okay. 500 of 10K. If you do, if you do that, 500 times 27. You just made 14,000. Ooh. So, <laughs> when you build, you know what I'm saying, these platforms where you, you technically get 
free marketing because you don't necessarily have to pay for ad space when you're making unique content that people want to share and uh, interact with. You now have a free platform where you can sell products. You can, you know what I'm saying, monetize posts. You can, you know what I'm saying, do um, news and things like that. So it's just, you know what I'm saying, like anyone can do that as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, for example, I see so many people do amazing things on iPhones these days. You know what I'm saying? The technology has come so far that the camera no longer is really a barrier. You know what I'm saying? It's more so, do you really want to get it done? And you know what I'm saying? How bad do you really want it? You know what I'm saying? I see countless people, like just like I said, produce stunning things on on um iphones and it's now to the point where i'm seeing people do things that i had to sit down on the computer and go on after effects and watch about three four tutorials and sit up you know three hours to make this one effect and now people are doing it on cap cut in like three swipes two minutes i'm like you know what i'm saying so like to even see that is crazy and even talk on top of that now the ai you know what i'm saying you got ai generating videos ads you know what i'm saying you got chat gbt so it's honestly like there's no real barrier you know what i'm saying but time and effort right Right, right. No barrier, right? Uh, yeah. Time and effort. You just said that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm repeating your words. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, did you want to throw out your social media platforms just in case people want to talk to you or maybe other athletes have questions for you? Oh, yeah, 100%. Y'all make sure to follow me. I'm mainly active on Instagram at jm.filmedit. You know what I'm saying? You can find all my content there. You can also find my social media platforms content for uh, athletes and brands at hoopboys.entertainment. And uh, you can always find those same at those same ads on on YouTube. And uh, that's where majority of my content will be. All right. Quickly, highlights. Where do we see your team going in 2023? Are they going to be in the finals or not? Um, Honestly, my head coach, Omar, you know what I'm saying? We're doing we're doing a lot of recruiting. We're doing a lot of rebuilding. You know what I'm saying? We're doing a lot of preparation. You know what I'm saying? To be on the stage. You know what I'm saying? Accepting that award when next year comes because, honestly, next year is my last go around. So I have, you know what I'm saying, strong intents of making it a meaningful one i plan on documenting it i plan on doing things where i'm able to interact and build the athletes around me's brand and names and likeness in the community at humber um so it's going to be a very fun packed worked packed and exciting season but i'm hoping that we can take it all the way home okay so next year or this year we could we even say this year or it's done the season's done Nah, the season the season this year is done okay but around this time is when we should be celebrating you know what i'm saying next, next year, year yeah. next year next year okay the g league what's mm-hmm. your thoughts to that the g league oh okay so uh pro aspirations my only pro aspirations right now would be to play in canada honestly okay. i think that would be a great first step uh i haven't seen a college athlete from ccaa go to cbl yet so if i would be the first player to do that i would have to have a crazy season but if i if i would be able to do that then that would be crazy and even ecbl there's a n nbl i believe so if i'd be able to get one of those contracts i'd be interested in doing that as well because i think it just kind of adds to the story you know what i'm saying it builds the brand to show that there's ways to do this you know what i'm saying and i don't really i don't really feel like i had any handouts besides Serb you know what I'm saying Serb was a blessing because (laughs) during my injury that's when COVID had just striked so I was using all that money like I said I got gear acquisition fee earlier you know what I'm saying I was telling you I was using all that money to invest in my craft you know what I'm saying I invested it into a point that I realized that whoa 
I have all this stuff and I still can't create. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So that's when I kind of dialed it then all the way back and started shooting with just my camera, learning how to get the best image even just out of my camera, shooting at native ISOs, color grading, things like that. Until now, just recently, preparing for the summer, I've now balled back up my kit because I'm now ready where I understand the mechanics of the camera to really utilize it up my production value. Mm-hmm. And so the G League in the finals, can it be the Raptors of the Father Raptors 905 Ooh. in the finals or no? What is honestly, I hope so because you know, what I'm saying I've been able to. I filmed, uh, I went to one of their games and I had done a, a mixtape for there, and it was honestly very fun. It's good basketball, and it's here in Toronto, so honestly, I hope they bring it home. Okay, and NBA, let's talk. Ooh. Who do you think are okay? I'm not gonna ask this. Uh, listeners would throw tomatoes at me. Do you <laughs> think our Raptors could get all the way this year, or I doubt it? What is the record right now? Well, the Raptors are fighting for that eighth spot. I mean, what do you call it? It's like between them and the Hawks. Ooh. They're like one game behind them. See, just off then, like they're off to a bad start. You know what I'm saying? Like that's tough. Just to be in that position and and come out victorious is very tough. Who's playing? Who's playing well for them right now? So the Raptors. Well, the Siakam's playing all right. He played, and Gary Trent played all right the mm. other day. But I don't know. Do you really see the Raptors winning the whole thing? I don't personally. <laughs> I don't. I won't lie. <laughs> <laughs> so it could be a Bucks or a Boston. Yeah, yeah. What about Memphis? Ooh, Jaws. Ja Morant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those memes were hilarious. Oh my gosh! <gasps> Saw a guy splash a three, and then he's on the bench. shooting the gun I'm like no way (laughs) (laughs) all right any final things you would like to tell our listeners the one thing I would like to tell the listeners is that there's opportunities out here if you seek for them and you prepare correctly to take advantage of them so that you know I'm saying when people do that one project you can now use that to remarket yourself and now someone else will pay you what you just lost out but it's really just an investment in your craft. Um, I would say that if you really want to make a living in this, it's just find something that you're passionate about first off, and you can attach the social media marketing or the content creation to that. You know what I'm saying? There's so many people right now who have brands that are super niche down. You know what I'm saying? There's a guy who literally 3D prints stuff and posts his ideas on TikTok went viral. You know what I'm saying? There's guys who do tech reviews. There's guys who do basketball content. So it's really just find whatever you love and um, stick to it. Stay down and trust in the process, honestly. And you know what I'm saying? Anyone can really make it. All right. All right. All right. I'd like to thank you for coming in the show to see me in person. Of course. Of course. I appreciate you um, having me out here. Like I said earlier, I've been waiting for an opportunity for like this. So appreciate it. All right. All right. You're a friend of the show and we'll have you back again. Yes, sir. All right. For CJRU 1280 AM, I'd like to thank student athlete and I'd like to thank entrepreneur. You can throw out your name again. Yes, sir. My name is Jamani Barrett. Um, the brand is Jamani Barrett Media Marketing and I uh, hope to see you guys soon. And thank you for the listeners for listening to this episode.